Cancer Research UK Cambridge Centre podcast. In this Integrated Cancer Medicine Research in Focus series, I talk to various ICM members about their research and how it is supported by the vision of the Mark Foundation Institute for Integrated Cancer Medicine. MFICM research uses cutting-edge analytics to maximise the use of diverse high-volume datasets and by capturing cancer heterogeneity in time and space in patients receiving active treatment. Integrated Cancer Medicine aims to transform the way the world treats cancer by affecting patients along their treatment pathway and ultimately accelerate cures. Today, I have with me Professor Duncan Jodrell, and we are going to talk about the Atrium Clinical Trial. Professor Jodrell is Professor of Cancer Therapeutics at the University of Cambridge, Director of the Cambridge Cancer Trial Centre, Lead for the Cambridge Experimental Cancer Medicine Centre, Honorary Consultant in Medical Oncology and Chief Investigator for the Atrium Trial. Duncan, firstly, can I ask you to describe the disease, please? Yes, yeah, so we, we hope that the, the approach we're testing in the atrium clinical trial uh, will primarily be evaluated in patients with pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer is a cancer with generally poor outcomes because pre- patients present late with their disease in an advanced stage. And unfortunately, it is relatively resistant to the standard chemotherapy and radiotherapy approaches that we use. So what are the key challenges to treating this disease and what are the current treatments? So over the last few years, there have been some developments in terms of developing combination chemotherapy regimens, but often these are associated with significant toxicity. And whilst they have improved the average survival of patients uh, with advanced disease, uh, it's been a modest improvement and really we need novel therapeutic approaches to treat this disease better in the future. Yeah, and I understand that the atrium trial evolved from a preclinical collaboration with um, AstraZeneca modeling combination therapies. So can you talk a little bit about the link between preclinical research to clinical translational research? Yes, a number of years ago, my lab group was looking for partners to what was then the standard of care for patients with pancreatic cancer, which was gemcitabine. And by looking at the pharmacology of gemcitabine and looking at the way cells might respond to it and therefore ultimately become resistant to it, we were looking for partners that would make cancer cells more sensitive to the drug uh, and identified agents that inhibit what's called the DNA damage response pathway. We looked at this in both uh, cell line models and more complex models and ultimately presented those data using an AstraZeneca compound to the executive board of AstraZeneca and the CIUK Cambridge Centre and they accepted the proposal and therefore have got supported the trial. So the study derived directly from laboratory studies undertaken in the CIUK Cambridge Institute. And what are the main aims of the atrium trial? So the main aim is to identify a new combination strategy for targeting patients with this disease. Uh, We hope to identify predictive biomarkers that will allow us to identify the subset of patients that are most likely to respond. And again, some laboratory work done by my group has already identified one potential predictive biomarker that we will investigate further in this clinical trial. So how is the trial funded? 
Um, so as I said, we, we submitted this proposal to the CRUK Cambridge Centre and AstraZeneca. So both those organisations are supporting the trial and also the Mark Foundation Institute for Integrated Cancer Medicine. In the hospital, uh, the trial is being supported by the early phase clinical trials team, which receives funding from the Cancer Research UK, NIHR Experimental Cancer Medicine Centre, and also the NIHR Biomedical Research Centre. Thanks. And, and when did it open? So the trial opened uh, earlier last year, just prior to the first wave of the COVID pandemic. Uh, so unfortunately, we, we had to suspend recruitment during that time. Uh, but then we were able to reactivate it in the summer of last year. And we've now recruited our eighth patient into the study. Uh, and we're on our third cohort in what is a dose escalation study, which is quite a common feature of a phase one trial. And how many patients do you aim to recruit in the future? So it's very difficult to tell because this is a novel clinical trial design, which is called an adaptive design. Uh, we will be adjusting the dose and schedule of the, the novel agent, AZD6738, the ATR inhibitor. And also we will be modifying the dose of the gemcitabine that we administer. So that makes it quite complex. And as emerging data comes along, we change the design of the study, and that's the adaptive nature of it. And we anticipate it may take up to 40 patients to identify what we would call the recommended phase two dose combination. And then we intend to enter another 10 to 15 patients with pancreatic cancer specifically to identify whether the combination has activity in that disease. And just for our listeners, could you tell me what ATR inhibitor means? So ATR is, is a molecule in, in what's called the cell's DNA damage response. So this identifies changes or damage to the, the DNA and helps to modify those. Gemcitabine uh, and also tumours themselves have a high level of what's referred to as replication stress in their DNA. And they require this molecule ATR to resolve that. So if we inhibit ATR, then what happens is the cancer cells will die. And obviously what we hope is that this will be selective for the cancer cells and will not be such a problem for normal cells. Right, and what are the most novel features of the atrium trial? What data streams do you use, for example, and how are they integrated? So I think there are a number of different investigations that of translational research, if you like, that we've incorporated into the study. Uh, particularly novel is that we will be using an approach called mass spec imaging to actually look at the concentrations of both gemcitabine uh, and its metabolites in the cell and also the compound, the ATR inhibitor. And we will be looking at that in tumors using mass spec imaging, and that's a collaboration with, with AstraZeneca. Again, in those same tissue slices, we'll be using imaging mass cytometry to identify the individual cell types which are present, and we'll be able to correlate the changes in those cell types together with the drug concentration data within the tumour, and that is pretty novel. And do you think this will lead to a new paradigm for clinical trial design? Certainly, my own personal view is that combinations have not been tested well in, in phase one or early phase clinical trials. And I think the adaptive nature of our novel design could well become a new paradigm uh, if it is successful. I think also the incorporation of the novel translational endpoints is something that we would hope 
would again become standard practice in future studies. And how do you think this will affect the treatment pathway for the patient? Ultimately, we're looking for a better treatment for patients with pancreatic cancer. So hopefully that will improve their outcome. Uh, we also hope that the combination may well induce an immune response in the tumour, which would then make the tumour more susceptible to some of the new immunotherapies that are being developed, although those aren't specifically incorporated into this trial. And how does this fit in with your broader research? My interest has been in developing novel therapeutics for many tumour types, but more recently I have focused on pancreatic cancer using a number of different laboratory models to try to identify new therapeutic approaches. How far have we come uh, since you began your research in pancreatic cancer? So I think when I started my research in pancreatic cancer, gemcitabine as a single agent uh, was the standard of care with very modest benefits for patients. More recently, uh, clinical trials have shown that combinations of standard chemotherapy uh, can also improve outcomes, but again, only a modest increment in, in the benefit. The other area that I think is of interest is the integrated approach where we, we subdivide cancers into multiple subgroups based on their genomics and therefore start to look at targeted therapies that can be used for individual patients. So personalized medicine, precision medicine, however wish you wish to call it. And where do you see integrated cancer medicine taking us in the next five to 10 years? I think as we learn more and more about individual tumors in individual patients, we will be able to selectively target those tumors. And therefore, my hope is that we will see more effective therapeutic approaches, which are also associated with less toxicity. So are there any other departments involved in the atrium trial? Are there any other data streams that you're going to be using? Uh, yes, we will be working with CNDL, the Cancer Molecular Diagnostics Lab. Uh, they will be running uh, analyses looking at circulating tumour DNA, uh, where we can track response in patients and also look potentially for emergent resistant clones. And also we're collaborating with the Advanced Imaging Programme uh, and we'll be performing radiomic analyses on the scans that are taken during the atrium trial. And is this trial likely to lead on to another study or another trial where that might become this target or the focus? Well, I guess as, as with any study in patients with metastatic disease, if we see enhanced benefit, uh, then it may well move into the adjuvant setting or the, the primary chemotherapy setting for patients newly diagnosed. And again, if we have managed to identify predictive biomarkers, those will be used to to subset the patients into the groups that are most likely to benefit. And the other complexity is that in the dose escalation phase, we're actually treating all different tumor types as well. It's only in the expansion that it will be truly a pancreatic cancer study. So what other cancer types are you treating within the study? Well, we'll just take anyone who comes along who hasn't got a treatment option. And that's quite common in early phase trials. Tell me why. Tell me why you do that. Well, the reason, the reason is that, I mean, A... There is no clear a priori reason why this should only be effective in patients with pancreatic cancer. Um, many cancers express this, this phenomenon of replication stress, and we increase the replication stress by administering gemcitabine, and that's why we think, I mean, in this trial, we're using the gemcitabine to sensitize 
to ATR inhibition. We're not trying to add to the gemcitabine effect. We're using it as a sensitizer. And therefore, it may well be relevant to multiple other tumor types. So we published recently uh, on a potential predictive biomarker, which is loss of another of the DDR proteins called ATM. This protein is lost in a number of different tumors in a small proportion of patients, and indeed may be lost in some fairly rare tumors for which there is no particular standard of care. And it may therefore give these patients an opportunity to access treatment that wouldn't otherwise be available for them. So this is the power of using genomics to predict which patients will benefit from therapy. And as I say, suggesting a particular treatment for an individual patient. I mean, I think that's really interesting. And I also think that, you know, as ICM expands and develops, it will be for all cancer types. It won't just be, you know, we won't just focus on these five. Obviously, mm -hmm. it'll just be part of the infrastructure, hopefully, of the new cancer research hospital in how we treat cancer full stop. It will set a new paradigm. Um, we're not the only group doing it. The reason why pancreas is probably different is because we're part of a consortium called Precision Panc which is led from Glasgow. And so all our primary tissue actually goes to Glasgow for sequencing. Uh, and that again is a Cancer Research UK funded consortium. And I think there's about 250 patients because again, pancreas cancer is not common in the way that breast cancer is. So these things have to be done on a multi-site basis and, and Glasgow are leading on that from a genomics perspective. So, you know, they're doing RNA, they're doing DNA, we're doing ctDNA, we're doing a lot of the things perhaps without the advanced imaging that's in ICM but it's done as a consortium across the UK rather than just in Cambridge. And do you think it would expand to include the imaging or is that difficult because it needs the um, equipment? So yes I think some of the advanced imaging approaches um, will not be feasible within all the centres participating in Atrium. However, the radiomic studies which are being undertaken is a central review of the imaging that is taken in those centers, and therefore that will be feasible. And this is looking at the texture of the tumor uh, identified on the CT scans and seeing if that gives information about prognosis. And ultimately that sort of approach may replace biopsies in terms of identifying uh, predictive biomarkers. It just remains for me to thank you for a very interesting conversation this afternoon. Thank you too. If you want to find out more about the work of the Mark Foundation Institute for Integrated Cancer Medicine, please visit our website at www.integratedcancermedicine.org, where you can find details of the ICM vision, all the current research, clinical trials, resources, publications and team information. You can keep up to date with our latest news and events and you can also sign up for our newsletter. If you would like more information about the work of the CRUK Cambridge Centre, please go to www.crukcambridgecentre.org.uk or you can connect with us on Twitter using our handle at CRUKCAMCentre. Thanks for listening and do join us again soon.